Coming up next, the booking reads. Boys aboard! Yay! 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 My name is Nathan Robinson, and I am your humble and obedient host here again, joining you for another episode of The Bookening. I am very excited today to be joining you for episode 44 of The Bookening. Can you believe that we have 44 episodes, Alyssa? No. Have you listened to every episode? No. Twice? I've only listened to one of them. Which one? (laughs) Voice of Blur. (laughs) No, the Voice of Blur. The other one. Well, we're going to find out what you think about that, young lady. Um, I only listened to part of it. Oh, you listened to part of it. <laughs> My feelings are kind of hurt here. <laughs> How many times have you listened to Toby Mac of DC Talk? Um, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Lead us through it, Jake. Toby. Mac. And the Mac is back. No. Slack. On a DC track that's Jacked. beyond comprehension. I believe that I failed to mention that there's a lack of recognition when it comes to his... <laughs> Position. So if Christ can't be crossed over, I'll keep my beat up. No. <laughs> Let's hear it for Alyssa. And we are joined today by Alyssa. She is, dare I say, she is the offspring of one scholar. A scholar who's a baller of reading. Brandon Chastine. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Nathan. And how are Brandon, you? Uh, I'm doing fine, but I'm very alone and I have no children in this <laughs> world. You, on the other hand, have how many children? Five. And how many of them are joining us today? Two. Two. Would you like to introduce them to us? I would love to. I've got my beautiful oldest child, Alyssa. You hear that? You're his beautiful oldest child. And then I've got my not quite as beautiful... <laughs> Second child, Elliot. <laughs> Say hello, Elliot. Hello. Hi, Elliot. Hi. How are you? Good. That's good. Elliot, what's your favorite food? Uh, pizza. Oh, well, that's a surprise. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Maybe I should get my notes out. Um, <laughs> we are also... Oh, sorry. You've never asked my favorite food. Oh, I'm sorry, Brandon. What's your favorite food? I actually don't know. You don't know? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is it pizza? Probably. <laughs> The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Do you think that you're an apple that's fallen far from the tree or close to the tree, Elliot? Uh, if I fell from a tree, I would splatter. If you fell from... Oh, well, okay. That's very true. how <laughs> far you fall. You make a fair point. He's a very literal child. Yes. <laughs> we are joined by Brandon's offspring. We are also joined by Pastor Jacob Mensel. Peter, do you know what we call your dad on this program? Captain Daddy. That, I thought that's what Commander you called him. Daddy. Oh, oh, Captain Daddy. <laughs> now, it varies. It depends on, you know. It just depends on what rank you, they feel you've achieved. Like, Lieutenant. <laughs> you come home, you've done a bad job. They're like, hey, Private Daddy. <laughs> but you take them out for ice cream, and they're like, Commander Daddy, yes, sir. Is that about correct, Peter? No. No? Oh. Peter, how old are you? Nine. What's your favorite color? Blue. And Peter is what, Jake? My oldest son. Your oldest son, that's right. Do you love him? Sort of. Sort of? <laughs> Sometimes? Sometimes. Sometimes. Nine years old. What's your favorite movie? I don't really have one. Oh, you don't really have one? What's your favorite sports team? What's your favorite baseball team? Uh, oh, Cubs. The New York Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> the Cubs, which is a, a fight that we're having now because I'm a Cardinals fan. The Cubs are your favorite team? No, wait, it was the Cardinals. Oh, it's, it's the Cardinals. Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's okay. It can be either one. I don't care. Alyssa and Elliot. Your dad loved your mom very much, and he had both of you. What do you think about that? Feel good about it? Do you like existence? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Everyone does it. Everyone does it. Everyone does existence. <laughs> everyone does existence. No, everyone gets married. Oh, everyone. Oh, not, not everybody. Not, not me. Oh, yeah. I'm all alone. Way to make Nathan feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so lonely. What am I going to do, Elliot? Find a wife. Oh, you think I should find a wife? Where, where can I find one? On Earth. Oh, on Earth? <laughs> I was thinking about going to Mars. What do you think about that? <laughs> I was thinking about marrying a Martian. How old are you, Elliot? Uh, nine. What is your favorite movie? Uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. That's a pretty cool movie. Who's your favorite character from Rogue One? You like that guy that's like, the rebellion must live on. <laughs> that guy? No. I don't like him either. Do you like, what's the name of the girl in Rogue One? Do you like Jen Erso? No. Nah, yeah, she's a girl. She's lame. Uh, yeah. Girls are lame, Melissa. We'll get to you in a second. If I decide you're allowed to talk. Do you like... The ninja dude? No. Oh, yeah. Do you like the ninja, the blind guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty there cool. He is a fun The force. I am one with the force. And the force is one with... What does he say? The force, the force is, is with me. The one is... I'm one with the force and the force is with me. I'm one with the force and the force is with me. I'm one with the force and the force is with me. And we have joining us for the very first time on the podcast, a girl. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. Alyssa, did you know we've never had a girl on this podcast before? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yes. You're the very first one. Yay. How do you feel about that? You're breaking new ground for women. You're breaking the glass ceiling of the booking. You feel good. good you feel good about that? Yes. Oh, you do? Okay, that's good. When I told the old colonel that we were going to have a woman on the podcast, he said, the very idea, I say, and his monocle dropped into his glass of sherry. <laughs> Did you know we have an old colonel on the bookening? Nope. <laughs> we do. He's the only person who outranks me. And he's very traditional. He does not believe that women should be on podcasts. He thinks they should be in the kitchen doing laundry. In the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's he's kind of crazy. <laughs> what do you think about that? Do you think women should be in the kitchen doing laundry? Yeah. Okay. Women well. should be in the kitchen washing dishes. Well, well okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, where should she do laundry, do you think? The living room. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. I'm glad that you have some strong views on this, Elliot. Um where do you think that a woman should do the laundry, Alyssa? The laundry room. Oh, the laundry room. Well, your brother thinks they should do it in the living room. The dogs He's live in the laundry room. The dogs in the living room? <laughs> the dogs live in the laundry room. Okay, well, so that pretty much sums up your philosophy, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that is correct? <laughs> yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure I had it straight. Um, how do you feel about that, Alyssa? I think it's fine for our dogs to sleep in the laundry room because they're mostly outside. Where do you think that women should sleep? In a room. <laughs> oh, in a room. Just any room? A bedroom. Oh, a bedroom. Okay. <laughs> The torture chamber. The, oh, the torture chamber. Now tell me more about this torture chamber, Brandon. I didn't realize you had a torture chamber. No, that's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys use for this, this this torture chamber for? Dad's tools. Oh, dad's tools. Is it, tor oh. is it torture chamber because it has spiders all over it? Oh, there's spiders oh. all yes, over it. it does torture me. What, what kind of uh, tools does he keep in here? In Chainsaws. The oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
is not looking good. <laughs> I don't even think he knows what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. That is a for real torture chamber if y'all ain't got in there. Chainsaws. <laughs> hundreds of chainsaws. <laughs> All over the wall. <laughs> Alyssa, what's your favorite movie? I don't really know. What's a movie that you've seen? Uh, last night we watched the Lego Batman movie. The Lego Batman movie? I haven't seen that. Is that any good? It's stupid. Oh, it's stupid? My dad bought it. Oh, your dad? <laughs> <laughs> it was cheap at Walmart. <laughs> I think, I think it's time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, you are a fount of information today. Um, let me see. What else do we have to talk about today? Boys of Blur. Boys of Blur. You guys want to talk about Boys of Blur? Mm-hmm. All right. So what did you guys think about that Boys of Blur? I liked it. You liked it? Alyssa, you have a little baggage check to give us, don't you? You might have to explain what that is. Oh, baggage. Okay. <laughs> Well, if you'd listen to the podcast more than half of one episode, then you'd know that every episode, an airplane goes over, just like one's going over right now. Oh, listen boy. to that airplane. You hear it, guys? Wow. Wow. There it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty exciting. And that airplane indicates baggage check, which is the part of the show where we give our baggage. Now, what does that mean, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. That means you have to tell me what kind of things you were thinking about and bringing to the book, right? Like, maybe you're the kind of person that hates books about zombies, so you weren't going to like this book anyway. Maybe you're the kind of person that loves books about zombies, and so you're going to think this book was cool even if it was really stupid, you know what I mean? I've never read a book about zombies. Oh, so you are an N.D. Wilson fan, are you not? Yes. Where would you say he ranks on your list of favorite authors? Probably number one. Probably number one. Who would number two and three be? Uh, Number two would probably be Rick Riordan. I don't know what my third would be. Who's Rick Riordan? Uh, a writer. Oh, he's a writer. I don't know. What did Rick Riordan write? He wrote lots I think of the famous one is Percy Jackson. Right? Oh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. What's up with that Percy Jackson? What is he? I mean, I don't know. What's he do? What's, tell me about Percy Jackson. Is he an Olympian or something? Is he like, does he have powers or something? He can breathe underwater. Oh, he can breathe underwater? Yeah. I bet that comes in handy when someone throws him underwater. He's the son of Poseidon. Oh, he's the son of Poseidon. I didn't know that. What about, so N.D. Wilson's your favorite author. What's your favorite N.D. Wilson book? Probably the Ashtown Burial Series. How many N.D. Wilson books are there? And how many have you read of them? I've only read eight, I think. Oh, you've only just... I've read the... <laughs> only eight. Well, no, there's there's two series I read, and then there's two individual books of his I read. There's the Boys of Blur, and then the Leap Pike Ridge. I don't know what it's called. And you've read those two, and you've read the series, and there's two series? What are the series? Um, the Ashtown and 100 Cupboard. Okay, and your favorite one is which one? Um, Ashtown Burial. Ashtown Burials? Yeah. What happens in that one? There's a tooth that can bring people back to life. There's a tooth that can bring... <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. It, it's fun. What does this tooth... I don't understand at all. There's a tooth that can bring people back to life? Basically. Who does it bring back to life? Dead people. Oh. Like it brings back the main character's dad back to life. Or it he's going to. Does he, does he decide that it's a good idea or a bad idea to bring people back to life? He's a bad guy, so he thinks it's a good idea. So, or not the main character, the guy who stole the tooth. The guy, so, so some bad guy stole the tooth. He's going to use it to bring people back to life, but that turns out to be a terrible idea. The good guys think it's a terrible idea, but he's, he's, he's bringing them back to life so he could have an army, basically. What's he going to do with the army? Like take over the world or something? 
Yeah. So apparently zombies are a thing with Indy Wilson. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I've read a zombie book. Do they come back exactly like humans or do they come back weird? Yeah. And that's your favorite Indy Wilson book? Series. That's, oh, there's a series of them. Yeah. And them? where would you rank Boys of Blur? On? On a list of Indy Wilson books. Um, number seven. <laughs> number seven? Out of the ones I've read. Of the ones you've read. So it comes before, does it come before something? Is there something that's less good than Boys of Blur? The Leap Pike. Oh, the Leap Pike one. But uh, the Ashtown, the ones that are the series are your favorite ones. Yeah. Isn't there a new Cupboards book coming out next month? Uh-huh. Yeah, the um, Dorb 4. Dorm 4? Dorb 4. Who's Dorb? <laughs> the Door Before. Oh, the Door Before. Okay, so that's your baggage. See what I mean about baggage? Yeah. That's so we know like where you stand, like you really like Andy Wilson. So probably if this book wasn't that great, you'd still like it because you're just an Andy Wilson fangirl, right? Yeah. It might not be my favorite, but but I'd still like him. You still like it and you like Andy Wilson. What do you like about Andy Wilson's books? I like how the um, adventure, it starts out really small and it grows bigger. Like they get into more big battles and stuff like that. You like that it starts small and then gets big? Yeah. But does it ha- that pretty much happen in all Andy Wilson's books? Yeah, sort of. What do you mean by start small? Like, all of them start with Boys of um, Blur starts with him going to a funeral. And then their other ones are like, 100 Cupboards, he's just going to visit his uncle. They're like that, things like that. Things like that. <laughs> so they're just doing like normal stuff like... At first, then he finds doors or they find death stone things. <laughs> or they find death stores or death stones, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not by Andy Wilson you just like those kinds of stories where yeah. where something starts like that like kind of small and then gets bigger yeah can you think of other books that you like like that that aren't Andy Wilson books the Percy Jackson oh, series Percy. I like that <laughs> yeah of course um, does Percy Jackson just start out as like a normal guy and then he becomes it like, starts out when he's 11 <laughs> when he's 11 yeah do you like books about kids your own age better than books about adults yeah hmm all right, we'll come back to you. Now we know where you stand. Elliot, mm-hmm. have you ever read an N.D. Wilson book? Yes, Boys of Blur. And have you read ever read any other N.D. Wilson books? No. Have you ever read any other books in your life? Yes. What other books have you read? Well, when I was six, I read the, oh, most of the Boxcar Children. Oh, I love those books. Which is your favorite Boxcar Children book? I don't really remember all of them. I think, no, I remember number two. I like that one. Number two? That's where they went to live with their grandpa. They were already living with their grandpa by that time, right? They went to the beach, and they found, like, Indian weapons and stuff in the caves. Oh, yeah. That one was cool. Did you ever read The Pizza Mystery? No. It's your favorite food. Dude, it combines the boxcar children and pizza, like the two coolest things. You should read that one. That one was always my favorite. The boxcar children go to this pizza, this pizza place, and the guy's like, Someone's sabotaging my pizza place. And the boxcar children is, are like, oh, no, your pizza doesn't taste very good because someone's sabotaging your, un- your, ov- your onion, your oven. And the guy's like, solve this mystery for me, boxcar children. And then they solve the mystery. And it turns out it was the girl that worked for the pizza place. Can you believe that? <laughs> Does that sound like a great boxcar children mystery? No. No. <laughs> I don't think I did it justice. That was always my favorite, mostly just because it had pizza. Brandon, what? Hi. The, uh, I guess we sort of already, we already talked about my baggage. We already, already talked about your baggage, but we'll ask you. We'll 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 put everyone through the ringer today. <laughs> okay. Have you what? Have you read any Andy Wilson books? Besides? Boy, boys of Blur. Okay. Do you like books with pizza? Yeah. What's your favorite one? 
Probably cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. That's obviously a classic. Do you like the Boxcar Children? I've never read a Boxcar Children book. You never read the Boxcar Children books? My favorite Boxcar Children book was actually the first Boxcar Children book where they have to live in the boxcar. Did you ever read that one? Yeah. Uh That one was good. I have. I think he got into the Boxcar Children because his mom read them when she was young. Yeah. His mom was a big reader when she was a kid, too. And now. Uh, Brandon, what is, do you like stories about people that, where they start out with small things and then it ends up to be a big adventure? Yeah, I think that's a classic theme of most good fantasy fairy tales. Most good fantasy fairy tales. You got The Hobbit, you got The Lord of the Rings, you've got the Chronicle of Narnia, Chronicles of Narnia (laughs) series. Chronicle of Narnia? Yeah, the Chronicle, the one. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a, a good observation. Yeah. We're going to leave the Chasteens for a moment. We're going to talk to the Mentals. Peter, have you ever read any books by Andy Wilson before? Yeah. Which ones? Boys of Blur. Boys of Blur? Did you like Boys of Blur? Yeah. How would you rank it compared to other books? Is Um, it like the best book you ever read or the worst book or pretty good or? Maybe probably three. Maybe number three? Do you th- can you think of what uh, number one or number two would be? What's the very best book you've ever read in your life? Um, I can't remember. You can't remember. What's a book that you really liked? Did you really like The Jungle Book? Yeah. Did you really like Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. What do you think about that Winnie the Pooh, Peter? I think that one would be, it's funny. It's funny? So you liked Boys of Blur, Peter? Yeah. How long did it take you to read Boys of Blur? It would have took me two or three days, but I stopped a couple days because it made me feel sick because of the part when Panther screamed in Charlie's ear made me feel sick. In the graveyard, that when they yeah. were, when yeah. Leo was there and... Um, he was grave robbing his father. He was grave robbing his father, that's right. And then he what did. happens? The Panther... Screamed in Charlie's ear at the grin... And that yeah. part made you feel sick, huh? Yeah, because Charlie, uh, no, it wasn't Charlie. It was Cotton. He threw up. Oh, so just the fact that he threw up was kind of like, ugh, I didn't want to think about someone throwing up. So you stopped You stopped reading it for a little, a couple yeah. days? Yeah. That was kind of a creepy part with the, but you didn't actually see the grin, right? They just, they heard him or something come into the graveyard? No, they saw them. Oh, they did Leo see them. Leo was talking to it. He, he, Mr. Wisdom was buried that night and Ironwood, an Ironwood tree sprang up the That's same right. night. And, uh, Cotton led, uh, Charlie to the graveyard and they saw Leo with the Spanish dented up helmet and rusty sword. And he was digging and he, his shovel, uh, splintered wood and he smiled and picked it up and took it away because uh took him away because he didn't want his father to turn into a grin is that when the panther jumped over the boys or something like that yeah and well while leo was doing that the grin was kind of with his hands he was kind of grinding the fence and he heard a screech of metal because the uh, fence was metal and then what what was it that made cotton throw up because uh, the grin stank. And so you didn't want to read the book for a couple of days after that because yeah. it was kind of gross and made you yeah. feel sick? Why then did you... when I came back to it, it I knew it was going to happen, so I didn't really feel that sick, and I just kept on reading from that day on. I finished it 
a couple of days later. That's two, really interesting. Did you later. did you want to finish it? Like you, you wanted to read it, but you thought it might make you feel sick, kind of thing, or or did you not want to read it, but you thought when I got to that part, I didn't want to read it to get the sick feeling out of me. Till I did got the sick feeling out of me, and then I got the sick feeling out of me, and then I came back to it, and uh. I didn't feel sick anymore. I passed that part when I felt sick, so when I was done reading that part, I felt sick and stopped, and then came back and wasn't feeling sick anymore. What'd you think about that part, Alyssa? I didn't mind it. You didn't mind it? You you love stories about people that throw up? No. No? <laughs> I um, didn't like it, but I didn't put it down. I just kept reading. But I did not like the part where there's the maggots in his foot. I put down the book down for like two hours until I read it again. Wait, the maggots in, is it Charlie's uh, Charlie's, foot? when he looks at the cut and it's full of maggots. Mrs. Wisdom puts maggots in his foot? Yeah, is that what happens? Yeah, she put maggots in his foot to get the poison out. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Elliot, how'd you like those maggots? Hated them. I'm kind of surprised that they never got spankings. <laughs> You're kind of surprised the maggots never got spankings? No, Cotton and Charlie. What did you think? They, why should they get spankings? They kept running away. Oh, they kept running away. Grounded or something. What about, I mean, really, they should have gone in the torture chamber with the chainsaws, don't you yeah, think? Yeah. <laughs> That's what should happen to really bad That's kids. That's what happens when Elliot tries to run away. That's why I've got him on this leash. Right, right. right. <laughs> did you think that Charlie and Cotton, did they seem like good boys or bad boys then? Kind of both. That's interesting. What was good about them? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? What was bad about them? Uh, they kept running away. They did do that like two or three times. I did notice that. Alyssa, your thoughts? Charlie and Cotton, good or bad? I thought they were good. You thought they were good? What was good about them? I uh, like how he, Charlie, um, was fine. He wasn't really um, angry about his sister having it better than him because she actually has a dad, I guess. Oh, you thought his his sister has it better than him? Yeah, it says so in the book, but then he um, sort of apologizes. So, like, you think that's something he could feel bad about? Like, yeah. Because his sister had it better than him. In the part after he chased the panther through the stadium Football and field. they um, find the creepy mother person. Mm -hmm. all the thoughts are going through his head because he doesn't know if he's ever going to see them again. And he thinks all the bad things he thought about the family and sort of says he wishes he didn't think that because he actually did love his little sister, stepsister. So he... um... I don't think it's a stepsister. It's a half. It's half. Oh, it's a half I meant to say half. There you go. Good job, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Got her. Set her straight. Set her straight. That's why we don't let women on the podcast. They always, they always say silly things like that, get things wrong like that. Disagree. Oh, you disagree. You think you should be on the podcast getting things wrong. Yes. Okay. Because it's fun. That's fine. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> Alyssa, who is your favorite character? I guess Charlie. You guess Charlie? Yeah. Who's your favorite character in every book you've ever read? Uh, that take forever. That would take forever? Yeah. Because you can think of so many? Yeah. Yes, I can think of a lot. Okay, well, name two. Annabeth, 
Who's Annabeth? Um, she's from the Percy Jackson series. Who's she? She's Athena's daughter. Ah, Athena's daughter. What's up with her? Does she have superpowers? No. Does she do anything? What's good about her? Um, she's really smart. She's really smart? Yeah. Like super smart? Yes. Smarter than me? <laughs> mm, I'll take that as a yes. <sighs> Who's another fa- one of your favorite characters? I like Antigone in the Ashtown series. Antigone in the Ashtown. What's cool about her? She's just, I don't know. She's a fun character. She's a fun character. What's fun about her? Is she funny or smart or interesting? Or? She's, um, she's smart and it takes care of her brother and stuff like that. I don't know. She takes care of her brother and stuff like yeah. that. He gets into lots of trouble and she worries about him a lot. <laughs> I don't know. She's just, uh, I don't know. Do you like it when characters are good? Yeah. You don't like it when they're bad? There actually are a few books where I like the bad guy better. <laughs> oh, really? What's a book like that? The Elf Realm. The Elf Realm? <laughs> Who wrote The Elf Realm? Daniel Kirk. Daniel Kirk? I've never heard of that. Who's the bad guy in that? It's a elf named Jardine. Jardine the elf? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you like Jardine? The why is he the be- a better character? It's a girl. Oh, she. I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, do you like girl characters better than guy characters? No. You don't care whether they're girls or guys. Yeah, I don't care. Very interesting, Alyssa. <laughs> Very interesting. What's what's so cool about Jardine? Um, Besides her awesome name. <laughs> I just I think that it's sort of funny that she um, has to act for both sides because she's secret bad guy. Uh, the good guys think she's a good guy when she's really the bad guy. And it's funny because her plan doesn't work at in the end and she has to run away. And then, and then for the whole series, she's running and trying to um, make her plans work, but they always fail. They always fail. So she's like, is she dumb? Like, are, sort of. Her plans are stupid. So she's just like funny, like she dumb Jardine with your dumb plans again, <laughs> failing again. Sort of. That kind of thing. Huh. What's that book called? Elfrelm. Elfrelm. Is that really secretly your favorite book? No. No. Elfrelm with Jardine, the, <laughs> the bumbling elf. It is not my favorite book. It's not your favorite book. I think it's your favorite book. What do you think about that? I, I think disagree. you want to be just like, oh, you disagree. I think you want to be just like Jardine when you grow up. <laughs> no. You, no? You don't, you don't want to be a bumbling elf that makes evil plans and then they fail? I do not want to be an elf. I thought every young girl wanted to be an elf. Oh, why would every girl want to be an elf? Because, I don't know, elves are cool. They probably do good laundry. You like doing laundry, right? <laughs> no. You're a girl. Girls love to do laundry, right? <laughs> no. They don't? Some, most, lots of girls might not like it. Lots of girls I might. still do it. Oh, they still do it, but they, okay. <laughs> I see how it is. So do you think if I meet a girl and she's like, I hate doing laundry, I should marry her anyway? Uh, sure. Well, how will my laundry get done? <laughs> um, do it when you get home. Do, oh, I have to do it when I get home? <laughs> oh, no. Tell your kids to do it. Oh, uh, okay. So we just have that's to have. That's one way. That's one way. Okay. So your favorite character was Charlie. Yeah. Why? I liked him because I thought it was adventurous and I liked that character, I guess. You just liked him. That's fair. Who was, did you have a least favorite character? Leo. Oh, really? 
Why yeah. didn't you like Leo? It's just as soon as I read the one part where Mac is telling him about when his brother got bitten by the snake and then he Leo comes and sucks all the poison out of his face. After that, I could not picture... I couldn't read about Leo without imagining him doing that. And then I just didn't like that character from then <laughs> just on. didn't like him because he sucked the poison out of someone. Yeah. That's what you have to do to get the poison out. Well, yeah, but at the same time, you're sucking blood out of their face, which is sort of creepy. Yeah, it is kind of creepy. I'll give you that. Elliot, your thoughts? Thoughts of what? <laughs> your, just any thought that you have. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Leo? Do you like Leo? Yeah. Why? Well, because he has a sword. Oh, because he has a sword. Cool. That's what? It's cool. It's cool. Wasn't his sword kind of old and wasn't like his armor kind of rusty and stuff? Am I remembering that right? Yeah, it's yeah. rusty. But he was cool because mm-hmm. he had a sword. I take that. Were you sad that he, I think he died, didn't he? Leo died, right? Yeah. yeah. Were you sad that he died? Mm, kind of. Kind of. Peter, did you think Leo was cool? Yeah. What was cool about him? That he was had lots of panthers. That he had lots of panthers, yeah, that obviously. That he called that's, lions. And lions? He called that he called lions. Why did you think Leo said all that weird? Like, why did he? Uh, why did he, he talk said, funny? He said like a whole different language. Did you find that he was hard to understand? Yeah, when he said the language, I couldn't really read it that well. Did you think he was one of the coolest characters, or just kind of cool? He was pretty cool. He was pretty cool. Who was the coolest character? I think it would be. Charlie and Cotton. Charlie and Cotton. What what was so cool about them? They fought in the war that and Charlie uh Charlie fought the mother to the mother to save Cotton. What was cool about that? Uh that he burned the feathers that made the mother die. That was cool. Do you think the mother was like a scar- scary? I thought the mother would was was kind of creepy because Charlie described it as Mrs. W- Mrs. Wisdom. Yeah, that was weird. What did you? Th- what was like up with Mrs. that? Wisdom. She was like the evil Mrs. Wisdom. I thought she was Mrs. Wisdom's mother. I didn't say that. I don't think so. I kind of thought that too. I actually thought it was Mrs. Wisdom. When I was reading the book, I got confused for a second and I thought, oh no, Mrs. Wisdom's actually the bad guy. But then I was wrong. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Who was the least cool character? Um, I I would think it would be Molly. (gasps) Molly? Oh, Molly was the least cool character? (laughs) What What was so uncool about Molly? Not in the book much. She wouldn't have done very much except for... Like little baby Scrapped. things, though. Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's kind of fun. She's kind of funny because how she says, monsters are coming. And then at the end, Charlie says, go in the water. Mon- those monsters don't like water because he knew at the one. Oh, made. yeah. When, when they were at the pool at the very, very end. Yeah. I see. She said, she came out of the house screaming, "Monsters are coming!" And she and she went to Charlie and kind of sat, uh, kind of hugged him because she was afraid. And then Charlie said, "Go to the pool. Go and go get in the water. Those monsters don't like water." It seems like you remember this book really well. Do you? Do you, would you agree with that, Peter? What happened on page one hundred and fifty-three? I don't know what happened on page 153. I don't even know if there is a page 153. Um, there is. On page 153, they were playing the basketball, um, the football game. Jake, look it up. <laughs> I don't know. She might be right. It said that 
there was Charlie could smell popcorn and hot dogs and pizza. It's the part where he's chasing the Panthers through the... Through he the followed her out under the lights he, as she shot out, out into the field. <laughs> Wait a second. Well, That's the very last That's sentence. That's when we all leave and so it, <laughs> very last Vegas. <laughs> in case it isn't clear to you, the listener right now, Alyssa just accurately told us what happened on page 153. <laughs> Lisa, how did you know what happened on a page 153? Did you look it up? No. no. The book's over there. The book's over there. In case it's not clear to the listener, the book is over there. <laughs> did you really remember or were you just guessing? I was just guessing. <laughs> this is, well, maybe you're psychic. I don't know. Educated guess. It was an educated most guess. Most on page 54 is where most of the part when he's uh, following the Panthers through the field. Did you think it was cool when Charlie got his, like, he drank that thing so he could run really fast? Ironwood air. Ironwood air. Oh, is that what the potion was that he drank yeah. that uh, Mother it Wisdom felt gave him? Sticky in his mouth. I see. And it made him uh, run so fast that he could. He jumped a fence, and he ran so fast. Is like I, it, I, I could picture him seeing just, just his. I could hardly see him just. <laughs> a boy of blur. Did you feel like you could picture things a lot in this book? Yeah, I yeah. felt like it was one of the easiest books I could ever imagine. Yeah, uh, picturing. It was one of the easiest, but do you, are there some books that are harder to picture than others? Do you think? Yeah. Do you, what's an example of a book that's kind of hard to picture? Narnia. Narnia. <laughs> why is uh why is why why do you think Boys of Blur was easier to picture than Narnia? Because it had better descriptions well i mean that goes without saying i think um wh- what do you think was better about the descriptions like why did that those descriptions make it so you could imagine really easy and narnia's uh, descriptions make it kind of hard for you narnia didn't have that much uh describing and this book had a lot to make me kind of feel like the the person or something was standing right in front of me i could just see it in my mind and i felt like i was in the scene i felt like i was in the scene and but in one of the scenes i felt like i was actually there i saw a grin fighting charlie at the part when uh he uh got his leg all swollen and cut oh before he saw mother wisdom for the first time huh did you feel like do you feel like you could picture it really well Alyssa? yeah yes i could better than in other books better than narnia um yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, most of the books i read i can imagine you're a good imaginer yeah do you like books with lots of descriptions like this one had? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that Mr. Wilson is a good uh, writer? Yeah. So he makes you see things? Sure. Sure. <laughs> is uh, Percy Jackson or Boys of Blur, which one has better writing? Boys of Blur. Boys of Blur. Why? Because they're different kinds of writers because indy wilson's a christian rick riordan's not i see so like what what how do you how can you tell when you read the book just the way they act just the way the way the characters act yeah i mean what what kind of things do the characters do that's different than what they would do in a percy jackson for example they're more respectful i guess I noticed that too. It seems like in a lot of books, like, you know, the parents are really stupid or something. You know? Yeah, they make the parents all stupid and the kids are the right ones. Mm-hmm. But this Boys of Blur didn't feel like, or yeah. in most of N.D. Wilson's books, kind of 
Yeah. Or like that, would you say? Uh, like the parent is actually the one who is right and the kid is actually respect their parents. Is, is Andy Wilson one of the only books that has that sort of thing that you've read, do you think? Or no. are there other books? There's uh, other books I've read like that. Like what? Well, actually, other some other books by him. I can Rick Riordan. I can like, just like one other one or another series. The kids actually do obey their parents. In another Andy Wilson or... Um, Rick Riordan book. Oh, the Rick Riordan. Which is sort of strange. I thought it was sort of weird that in some of his books, they actually respect for parents, and then in some of the other books, they don't. That's weird. Is is uh, Rick Riordan a Christian or not? I don't think he yeah, is. I don't think he is. Because in uh, one of the books that I really don't like, there's um, two guys who date. Ooh. And I don't. I really don't like that book. I've Yuck. skipped that book before. That's good. So the main difference in an Andy Wilson book or a book that's written by a Christian would be like they're respectful to the parents kind of thing, you think? Yeah, and then there's also, it's more clean, I guess. More clean, just not like gross, weird stuff and Yeah, things. like... Elliot, your thoughts. <laughs> can my, can I, my every question to you would just be, Elliot, your thoughts. And then you have to think really fast of something to say and you don't know what to say. And you're like, oh no, what should I say? Chainsaws. <laughs> is that okay all right let's try it ellie your thoughts pizza hey there we go that's a good legos thought. legos do you think do you think your sister is correct do you think that the the, the boys and the boys of blur are more respectful to their parents than in other books a lot of other books i haven't read a lot of other books that have where they have to respect their parents because most of the books I read, they don't have parents. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's interesting. I guess those boxcar children don't have parents. Neither does the girl on the BFG. Their parents kind died In... or kind of left them. Oh, the boxcar children? They died yeah. or left them. But they live with their grandpa, don't they? Well... In the first one that I read, they found this house where, well, the oldest one, he was, he went out and worked for people like mowing the lawn and he got uh, money for the rest of his sibling. Oh yeah, when they were living in the boxcar, I remember that. And they found a dog and they called him Watch. Yeah, that's right. Watch, they keep Watch in the other books, I think. You should read that pizza one, Peter. It's really good. It has a pizza place. They solve the pizza mystery. I think it's called the pizza mystery. It's like number 52 or something like that. But um, I think I've read, I've read all the Boxer Children until they get to the new writer. Oh, the new Yeah, I think the pizza one might be one of the new writers, actually. So I don't know. My mom doesn't like the new writer. Yeah, they're not as good. I'm just kidding about the pizza one. It's, it's kind of silly. The, the best ones are like the first. Is it like 13 of them or so yeah, that are by? I read all of them. Is the it one, actually 13? The old one. Oh, yeah, old. I think so. Because 15, eh, no, I think 14's the last one because 15, yeah, I remember 14. It's the one where they go to the ranch and they meet like somebody who they're related to. And then the next one that's 15 is by another writer. Those boxcar 13's children. 13's the one where they go into that woods and they meet like the villagers and stuff. Oh yeah, I remember that one very vaguely. I really liked the Boxcar Children. I haven't read the Boxcar Children for a long time. Maybe we'll have to read some Boxcar Children on the booking. If we read the Boxcar Children, Elliot, will you come on and talk about it? Mm-hmm. And tell us more about your dad's chainsaw torture chamber? Yes. Yes? Okay, good. I want to hear about that. Maybe we'll just do an episode about the chainsaw torture chamber. <laughs> Maybe we can do one from the chainsaw torture chamber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did, you, did you guys think that Boys of Blur was scary? 
A few parts. A few parts. What were the scary parts? I I thought the it was creepy when Leo is um, robbing the grave. Robbing the grave. Um, when they're getting chased by the grin and he gets his foot is cut. I thought that was sort of creepy, eerie. Just, when it's like it was gross that his foot was cut, or the grin were. It's just the grin. Could you? What does a grin look like? Um, I had to read the book really fast because we had to record it. So there may have um, been some things I missed. I bet, a grin is black. And to me, it looked like it was black. And the first grin that in the book looked black, black with a cloud following him. Black arms covered in muck. It, it described the grin to be covered in muck, cotton um, muck and stuff. The first grin that they say is it's, it's black muck. Yeah, and that's black the muck in the stink. And kind of they show. are wearing um, dead animal fur. Yeah, they always dead do. skin. That's right. One of them had like this cheetah skin. Panther. Yeah, panther skin. Was that supposed to be one of the panthers that we met? The um, he panther, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it was one of the one of Leo's panthers. That's yeah, good. that's too bad. Why did you guys think that the smell of the gren made people have like bad thoughts and stuff? What was up with that? Um. Well, I thought that. Well, I was gonna say that uh, I found a place in where Alyssa was talking about. Um, where at the grin about how Leo talks different total different languages. Mm-hmm. I found a. Uh, a couple Let's hear paragraphs. It. He says, Bonswa Kakon Sal and Jaden, and they're both in uh, um, some uh, like fancy letters instead italics. of norm I- italics. And he also says that I am Leo. Oh, oh, Diab, begging or grave curse you. Go back to your cage. Koto mo ye yo ye. Now, so that was a little difficult to understand, right? When Leo would. Why do you think that when Andy Wilson, when he's writing the book, why do you think he decided to make Leo talk in a way that would be hard for people to understand? Was that a, a good choice for Andy I Wilson think to make? It kind of made me, when I came to that part, it made it a little more interesting that Leo could talk a different language. So even though it was hard to sort of understand, it made yeah. it more interesting? Made It made me want to read it more. That's interesting. It was kind of an um, impossible to understand. Impossible to understand what was he was saying. Yeah, you didn't really know what, like he just used words you didn't know what they meant and stuff like that. Alyssa, why do you think that Mr. Wilson decided to make Leo talk so weird? If he talks like that, it makes his character more interesting and mystical. Sort mystical? Because... What do you mean by mystical? He can speak in different languages like um he can talk to the um, grin and they understand him it um makes the, his character just a lot more interesting did you guys did you like uh grandmother wisdom uh, not really because she's a girl she's uh, well i mean <laughs> clearly well, i mean i'm not arguing with that fact well what did you think about grandmother wisdom you're a girl <laughs> i don't really know you don't know I felt a little funny about her, too. That's why I'm asking. I wasn't quite sure what to think about her. Maybe you can tell me. I haven't said uh, anything to them. <laughs> I'm curious to see what they say. Uh, I, uh, I think that it, she's, it's kind of weird because she puts maggots in Charlie's leg. That was weird. I thought um, that part, she was a little bit crazy because she, she puts herself in the boys' dreams, like oh, singing and stuff. 
And kissing them. And kissing them on the head. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he wakes up, she put maggots in his cut. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't one of you guys earlier say that it was creepy? I thought somebody said she was creepy. Alyssa said it was creepy. She said that she was kind of creepy. Did she feel like a, I guess she was a good guy, right? Did she feel like a good guy? Yeah. Yeah. She was taking care of um, all these um, boys. If you were going to go on an adventure, right, and you had to bring one adult from Boys of Blur to help you out and protect you and everything, which one would you bring? Could be Grandmother Wisdom, could be Mac, could be Leo. I was actually thinking it'd be Mac because he's a football player. Yeah. He's big. I, he's big. I, 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 could crash pick, I pick Leo or Mac. Leo or Mac? Leo and Mac's kind of shape, how big he is and strong. Oh, you'd put you'd, you'd combine them into one guy? Yeah. I'd rather do three people, Leo, Mac, or Bobby. Or Bobby. Bobby was his, his stepbrother or half-brother? Bobby was dad. Oh, Bobby was. Oh, you'd bring Bobby, yeah, like uh, his, God. <laughs> his old, his old. How did you? Did you like Bobby, mm-hmm. Elliot? At the end. At the end, At you the, did like him. Yeah. At the end, but when because Bobby did something bad and he went to jail, Natalie didn't think that was good. No, she didn't. So he divorced him. Mm-hmm. And just left him and found, and she described his, uh, Mac as big fat boss. Big fat boss. <laughs> <laughs> like she worked for him, and she she described him as a. Oh. So she described that it's like she. So she decided to marry his uh, big fat boss. No, that's Sugar's mom. Sugar, um, Sugar's mom married Bobby first, and then she married the big, her big fat boss, and then he went and married Natalie, and they had Charlie, and then she left, and then married Mac. Yeah. I'm, I'm just as confused as you are, Peter. When Sugar mom, Sugar's mom would take him out and like to watch the games. One day after the game, they met him at a bus, and he looked at Sugar and says, "I already have my own kid." Oh. Uh. That's not very nice. Sugar's actually, he didn't want anyone to call him what he was actually named. His actual name was Bobby, Bobby Reynolds. How did you feel about Bobby in general? He was cool at the end, you thought? Sort of. Sort of? He kind of, he took, well, Bobby took this ironwood sword and kind of cut off. Charlie threw it at the grin and the grin caught it, but her hand shattered. Because it's ironwood and her legs and and then she just there's and he kind of lit up the rest her, her legs and her other arm. Yeah, he, he helped. Uh, he and helped then, Charlie kill her basically, didn't he? And then there was still a little bit more. There, they had a match and Charlie lit the match and threw it onto the onto the mother because the mother was going to the that sink to get herself put back together to be alive again because she's been killed a zillion times but she um, never dies usually yeah, she usually comes back to life because right. of that well how did you feel about bobby Alyssa? uh i didn't like him just i didn't like the character even if he did help him i just didn't like him you didn't like what did you like about him well part of the reason was i didn't like him because he was not a really good person that's very true yes i agree (laughs) but um i didn't necessarily he wasn't my favorite character he wasn't your favorite character he was not my favorite character he was mean to everybody who he got married to and had you think when you're mean to everybody you can do 
one nice thing at the very end of your life and that makes it okay? You're shaking your no. head? No? Maybe. Maybe? It's not anything. It didn't change anything? You didn't feel like Bobby was good at the very end? You thought he was still bad, Alyssa? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still a bad person I, and you and I thought did. He, I thought he brought back his nice character and helped him and turned good again instead of bad, mean, and uh, kind of... It says that he kind of, like, stole something. Bobby stole uh, something where he kind of fought or killed someone. So that's why he went to jail. So I think that's why, that's how I feel that he's a bad guy and a good guy, the mix. At the, he's a mix at, of at both the things. End, at the end, he's a good guy. At the beginning, he's a bad guy because he uh, divorces Natalie. Yeah, I also just didn't like his character because he kept following them, Natalie and Charlie. Even after he, after he got in jail, he just started trying to find them. I just thought it was sort of creepy that a couple times, like, Natalie would look outside and he'd be there. I just thought it was yeah. just creepy that... It was like he yeah. was stalking them or something. Yeah. It was, I just didn't like him. No, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really like him well, very much. I think the mom saw him sometimes. He would hide Charlie behind. Yeah. She, he's Natalie, like the Natalie thought that Bobby was coming to take Charlie away. But I think Bobby was coming back to remarry Natalie. I see. So you're, you, you're Team Bobby? And your team, not Bobby. We can. Uh, Elliot would take him with him at least to protect him. <laughs> to protect him. Yeah. Would it be better for Natalie and Charlie and Molly if Bobby came back or if Max stayed? Um, I think it would. I don't really know. You don't think you don't think it's clear to you that uh, Mac is better than Bobby or Bobby Bobby's better than Mac? Yeah, I don't really understand. I don't think so. Uh, so you think that when by the end Bobby really was a good guy. A truly good guy, yeah, maybe. To actually, it, huh. at the end, since you brought that up, I think now that he was actually trying to help them be protected. So you think that fixes everything that happened yeah. before? Yeah. Huh. Just to show them, just to show Charlie that he could that he could protect uh, his family, and but it didn't really happen. Charlie uh, said sorry to his father, and he kind of yelled at him. Did uh, you think it was good or bad that Charlie yelled at his father? Bad. Bad. Hmm. Kind of rude and not very respectful. Yeah. Not very respectful, Alyssa. <laughs> Did you think it was good or bad that Charlie yelled at his dad? I think it's probably disrespectful um, he deserved it well yeah. uh on what you asked peter if whether bobby if it would be better for um charlie and molly and natalie i think it would be better if max stayed because mm -hmm. he um was a better person and a better father to both yeah. of molly and charlie yeah i mm -hmm. tend to agree max seemed like a really cool guy i thought he'd be a good dad to have right max who i would bring with me probably i thought of mac from boys of blur i thought of toby mac oh well okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the mac is back no slack <laughs> <laughs> so this was a good book everybody liked this book right mm -hmm. right i think it was my favorite your favorite book ever wow, mm -hmm. wow. Well, you would bring it into the chainsaw torture chamber with you I don't go in there often. Oh, you don't go in there often? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> You're a good father, Brandon. Only when mom tells me to get a tool. Oh. <laughs>
did you feel like Taper was a really real place? Like, did can you tell me what Taper was like? Did it feel like a town that you knew? It kind of felt like it. It felt uh, like it was not real. It felt like it was imagination, kind of like in movies that have magic and kind of magic and turning into stuff. I think that's like that was the kind of place it felt like. Yeah, felt like. Uh, magic land a made up made up land even when magic things weren't happening even when they were just at the funeral did it feel kind of like a magical place no it didn't but until the grin until the grin came it felt like this is this is not a real place it's not a real place at all i I don't think this is a real place because uh the the taper doesn't sound like a, a town it sounds like a kind of village way down somewhere in the mountains where usually no village really exists but mm-hmm. it's actually in but it's actually in in Florida and I don't think that it would be real because how come people can be made alive I could imagine taper um, actually being a real place um, when I read it I sort of imagined this one place somewhere in Texas, I think, or somewhere we visited. It was like this little town. It had some older buildings, and then it had lots of fields, and that just sort of reminds um, Tabor. I could just imagine that instead of it growing, like, whatever it was growing, um, being cane. sugar cane and stuff. Sugar cane instead of whatever was growing in the real town. Yeah, and you could actually see trees in the background, so I could just, like, imagine that would actually, that little place would actually work. I was going to say that it was messed up, like, and trashy how how New York, one of those, one of the towns in New York has, doesn't have trash cans or anything to keep trash. They just throw it, throw it out their window. It's exactly the, like New York, I think. Pile of trash. Yeah. Out in the streets. New York basically is a pile of trash. That's what. That's, if they said that's it was Florida, think. Tallahassee, I would believe it's a real place. Oh yeah. Well, if they said it was Tallahassee, then I I would believe it's a real place too. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) on the booking, we do something where we give the seal of approval, the booking seal of approval, the BSOA, as I call it, B stands for booking, S stands for seal, O stands for of, approval stands for approval. We have to decide now, are we going to give the booking seal of approval? That's like, that means we think other kids should read this book, like they would enjoy it and it would be fun. Are we going to give the booking seal? Seal of approval. Actually, it's the young adult book. Seal of approval, but we won't complicate things. Are we going to give it to this book? Are we going to give it, or will we keep it away so no one will ever read this book that listens to our podcast? Do we want them to read this book, or should they not read? Peter, do you give this book the booking seal of approval? The, if they like the book, if they like what the book sounds, sounds like how it sounds, if they like how it sounds. If they like what we've been talking about, like... Would you tell your friends to read this book at school? Would you tell? Would you think that they liked it? Um, I would ask them and see if they like zombies and that kind of stuff, and then then I would tell them that you should read this book. So it's a qualified if, seal of approval <laughs> only for zombie lovers. For zombie, yeah. for people that like this kind of book, as Abraham Lincoln said, for those who like this kind of thing, this is the kind of thing they will like. Isn't there a slightly qualified seal of approval? There is a slightly qualified. We'll get. We'll give it the SQ SQBOSA with the zombie clause. With the zombie clause. Zombie Claus. Peter, you just invented a new seal of approval. It's the Zombie Claus SOB. Wow. <laughs> Let me figure this. It would be the Zombie Claus Young Adult. Y-A. So Peter gives it the, the SQ. W-Z-C. 
<laughs> with the WCs with zombie claws. And that's really long. That's every letter. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Elliot's alphabet. Zing! Um, Elliot, would you give the SQBYZQF plan J to this book? Uh, yes. Oh, you would. I think if people like adventurous stuff like that, they would like it. Adventurous stories. People like adventure stories. But if people don't like adventure stories, they wouldn't like it very much. And kind of like spirity demon stuff. Spirity demon stuff. So if people, if you like zombies, if you like spirity demon stuff, then this is the book for you. Um, <laughs> spirity demon stuff. I like that. This is good. Um, Alyssa, your thoughts. Do you give it the SB? Uh, yeah. I, um, I think people should read it. You think people, what if they don't like stories about zombies? You think they might get like it anyway? Yeah. Do you like stories it's about not, zombies? Do you think you'd like every book about zombies? No. No? Like, it's not, um, it's like one of the not as zombie, it's like the less zombie you can is that um, less zombie zombie book less zombie zombie book so you might still like it even if you don't so you give it the y-a-b-s-o-a just the no no qualifications you know even if someone doesn't like zombies and some uh, maggots and foots and stuff they might still like it <laughs> yeah That's i cute. liked it you liked it and you don't, don't like, like maggots stuff. you don't like ma- you don't like that kind of stuff okay peter I, th- I think it would i think if people don't like a uh, zombie and spirity demon stuff that like elliot said um they could. I bet they would still like the writing. The writing, because the writing's really good. They maybe if they have the kind of how if they have the, the kind of good description, uh, imagination that I do. Um, they and they don't like zombie stuff. I bet if they read it, they would kind of see the description, the 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 describing stuff in their mind, and they would. They still they still like the writing, but they wouldn't like. The characters, the gross characters. Sure. Well, sometimes you read books that have things that you don't like, but you really like the way they're written, or you just like something about it. You watch a Star Wars movie, and you don't like, you know, like Anakin becomes Darth Vader. That's not really very fun to watch, but it's still a cool movie with, like, spaceships, and it's got stuff that I really like, you know, like, kind of like that. Gunfires, total different color gunfires. Different fire different colored gunfires of course gun in our days gunfires are black and and, t- and their bullets are black mm-hmm. but in star wars they're green blue red and purple i know they're really cool blasters White. make cool jake your thoughts <laughs> i have a question to ask yes if if you kids had one thing to say to nate wilson to mr nate wilson what would you say to him about this book or about any other book he's written or about anything at all a request to make, a question to ask, anything. I really like all of his books, but for the Ashtown Burials, he sort of left the last book on sort of a cliffhanger where I really want to know if he makes it back to his home, and I really wanted him to make another book about that. Like, oh. just so who's the character? Um, Antigone and Cyrus. Antigone and Cyrus. So if you had one thing that you could ask Nate Wilson, it would be, do Antigone and Cyrus actually make it home? Or will you please or, write that last book, Mr. Wilson? Would you Wilson? please write the last book one more? Right, and dedicated yes. to Alyssa. <laughs> Alyssa Chastain. <laughs> um, That's Alyssa Chastain. A-L-Y-S-S-A? Yeah. No. No. Oh, yeah, oh, wait. No. E-L-I-S-S-A. Kalamina. 
<laughs> Elliot, what would what would be the question that you would ask Mr. Wilson, or thing you would say to him? It could just be like, "Good job, I like this book." Or I could, loved it. There you go, Peter. Um, I I would say I wish I had the book, all the books that you wrote, because I like your writing so much. Maybe Dad can do something about that. <laughs> can. Oh, I know I would ask him. What would you ask if him? If he could write another book about Boys of Blur. Oh, like the you, second like one. another Boys of okay. Blur book. That'd be cool, yeah. Continue. A whole series. Yeah. You know what I'd like to find out is the story of what happened to Leo before the books. Like what did, yeah. like Leo's adventure yeah. in the swamps, yeah. just doing cool stuff yeah. and fighting Gren and stuff. I think that'd be fun. See, see how, how he uh, learned that Gren were alive and back, yeah. back then. Well, that's very interesting, don't you think so, Brandon and Jake? Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Andy Wilson, if you're listening, uh, my question for you, how do you do it? How do you write books that kids love so much? All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Peter, thank you. You're welcome. Will you come back sometime? Yeah. And talk about another book with me? Was it fun? Yeah. Elliot, your thoughts? Uh, hamburger. Hamburger? Uh, that's not as good as pizza. Pizza's much more better thought than that. I, I hope you survived that torture chamber, buddy. Chainsaws. <laughs> Alyssa, thank you for being here. She gave me a decisive nod of her head. You are the first and probably the last woman to ever appear on the bookening. How does that make you feel? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the last. The last. Uh-oh. Because we've decided, based on your performance today, we don't need to have any more of that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I was, I'm happy to be here for You're, this one. <laughs> for this one. You're happy to be our token female? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Glad. I'm glad. We, it was fun to have you. Will you come back sometime and talk about another book? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. What book I you? will absolutely. I didn't ask you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Elliot, you can come back anytime you want to. Brandon, will you come back and talk about uh, Heart of Darkness next week? Oh, yeah, he'll be here. <laughs> okay. Say goodbye to the listeners, kids. Bye. Bye. Day was written and produced by Nathan Alberson. It was performed by Alyssa Chastine. Hey. Hi. And Elliot Chastine. Hi. <laughs> and Brandon Chastine. Hey. And Jacob Metzel. Yo. And the ace imaginer himself, and with a mind for detail, Mr. Peter Metzel. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) You can find us on Twitter at Under the Bookening. You can find Warhorn Media at at Warhorn Media on all the things uh, like Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff if you really want to find us. And um, support us on Patreon. Do you want us us to be supported on Patreon, Alyssa? Yeah. (laughs) Do you think that they should go to thebookening.com forward slash the Patreon and sign up to be a supporter today? Yeah. Now, what happens? How about they go to patreon.com forward slash the bookening? Or bookening.com forward slash the Patreon. Oh, Alyssa, how dare you agree to that? That was completely wrong. Um, How was I supposed to know it was wrong? Well, you should have known. I said a silly URL. Now, kids, we have agreed off mic. If the bookening gets what, Jake? 
An additional $25 a month. An additional $25 a month. How long does it have to do that? Um, three days. Yeah, three days from this episode <laughs> airing. The clock starts. The clock's when does it start ticking? The clock starts? Right now. Right now. As you're listening. Tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> Whatever Wednesday this comes tock. out, we have three days to get $25 more support. If that happens, what do you guys get? Skittles. A box of Skittles. Big boxes of Skittles. <laughs> Big boxes. Sam's Club Sam's boxes of Skittles. Whoa. Mm. Sam's Club boxes of Skittles. That's like probably a, mi- a minivan. Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited about your box of Skittles, Alyssa? Uh, yeah. Do you think the people will come through for you and give enough 25 bucks so that you can get your Skittles in three days? No idea. You have no idea. Well, only you can make it happen. Our listener, go to patreon.com forward slash the booking. Don't deny the child her Skittles. <laughs> She's wasting away. Elliot, can you say, please, sir, I need my Skittles. Please, sir, I need my Skittles. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him some Skittles. Come on, people. <laughs> get him their Skittles. If we, if we get $50 in three days, then we will have a pizza party. A pizza party. Yes. Elliot's favorite food. <laughs> At Mother only, Bears. Only you can make it happen, guys. Three days, $25. Get those kids their Skittles. Booking out. <laughs> can we all say booking out? One, two, three. Booking out. out. Thanks, guys. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs>